Welcome. All right, this is episode three, and I'm here with my man Jadis Jordan. What up? What up? What started, do you want to be? What do you want to be called? We uh, all call you Jadis. I haven't been called Jadis in a while. Like, oh, like I, I think know. only you and and just you still call me Jadis. Really? It's all. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised. I'm but surprised you're, about you're that. You're one of my oldest friends. Word. Yeah. That is so very it's expected. true. Yeah, I think you're one. I think the oldest. No, no, you're not. One, you're we one were. Of the, you're one of them. Basically, we kind of were connected by Hunter. Yeah, hundred percent. So I didn't know you. You're like you didn't talk to me at all. Until at all. Nothing. We, at I was all. sitting. We were at Hunter's house, and you wouldn't talk to me. It was like a couple months in. You're like, hey, what's up, bruh? Um, <laughs> you were just shit. You had your mood swings, and like I was. I was yo, like, I, I don't want to get that mood swing. Yo, I was. Do you know what? In like seventh grade, I was bad. Because I remember going on that trip that we went away on. Yeah. And I remember. Sharp. Yeah. Frost Valley. Frost, Frost Valley. Valley. Yeah, yeah. Frost Valley. Yeah. So, Sharp, that's, that was fourth grade, fifth grade? Something like that. Dude, that's fifth grade, crazy. Fifth grade, fifth grade. <laughs> Sent a bunch of fourth grade. Nah, but. um, Yeah, dude. I just remember that time of my life. And I was so fucking moody that whole trip. There was a bunch <laughs> of shit going on. And they called me PMS boy. That fucking <laughs> shit. You were bad. Yeah. You were bad. Honestly. It, it just grew on me. I was like, that's that's just my friend. That's and then you CD. just mellow the fuck out and yeah. you know, smoke weed. Yeah. Like, I saw that on your uh, your laptop. I can, So, I just started putting stickers on my laptop. And the first sticker I got at a, some concert. And it was, life is short, party naked. And it's some little boy just naked. Oh, like a drawing. It's nothing like, it's just yeah, a, yeah, it's a yeah, drawing, yeah, yeah, yeah. a poorly drawn drawing of a, uh, just a man naked. And it's like instantly I can no longer bring this laptop to work. This is just a no-go at work. So when I bring it to work, I just put on like this dumb case over it. But. Wow. So, I mean, when was the first time you did bring it to work? The last, no, I would always bring it to work. So the last time I brought it I to mean, work, yeah, I yeah. keep it at minimal. Uh, last week when I just needed to get a little work done like during my launch so what do you do for work like wait wait fill in this story so you went to um you graduated yhs yeah then what happened give me a little synopsis what's what's happened since then YHS. if someone little... from yorktown a random yorktown person is listening and be like oh i know jordan but like what the fuck has he actually been doing explain right now what'd you do after school i mean after high school after high school uh, I went to college, um, like some of uh, the people who graduated, or most, I don't Where'd know. Where'd you go to college? Went to SUNY Brockport, and the only reason I went there was because I was like, I just want to be as far away from everything. Which is nothing wrong with that. So it was five hours, bumblefuck, next to Canada, and right there, I was like, all right, I could start over. Like, no one knows me here. There's only one person here, and that was Shannon Lampert, but shout out to her. Um... And I was like, okay, I could be whatever I'd like. It's a complete start over. Right. I know no one here. And I thought, like, people, I, I knew some other friends that were just, like, very scared about that. Like, I know no one. I need to go where, like, yeah. most people yeah, are going. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I didn't, like, Cortland, a lot of people went there. So I was like, I, I wouldn't want to go there. I just want to, I want it, like, to start over. Like, be me. Do you know what? For college, that's what's such a beautiful thing about college. People can do that. Be yeah. like, all right, this didn't work. Well, I'm going here and no one knows you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying a second <laughs> chance, but it's a it's a point where people uh, 
I don't know, you're still so young, but you're forced to make all these decisions and you know. I don't know. It's a, it's a it's a crazy time then. Yeah. Um yeah, but during college there was uh I had <laughs> the first year of college I was trying I was uh was a freshman as as everyone was, I guess. <laughs> and I went I was like, all right, I wanna rush for this the delts. I forgot their full name, but I just knew them as the delts. And it was like, okay. I did the whole like <laughs> rush week thing. And it was like I was pretty good. I didn't I didn't black out and I was like surprised. But the last night <laughs> of a Friday night, so you it, it, for the delts how you rushed was or this one week was um like the, the beginning and they would give you a little task like it was beer olympics one night and then like another event another night and then the friday night if you got a text from one of the delts like oh we like you so you've advanced to the second round or, or whatever and then at this second round is a party and you get shackled to a sor- uh, sorority girl it's shackles and champagne so you get your own bottle of champagne and the girl gets her own <laughs> bottle of champagne. I can't even remember how this girl looks like. I remember I was like, just, it was the, it was, it was the first year of college. So I was sort of like out of my shell. I was still in it. I didn't know really how to talk to people. I would just trot, I would like fail. Yeah, just keep yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Nope, that was awkward. All right. So let me start over. But Word. I, I had this and I was like, I need to get unshackled to this girl. And I just chugged the, um, champagne the champagne oh and then i didn't know that the rules that you both have to like finish, finish it. i'm like motherfucker so you get fucked up so then <laughs> i finished my whole thing I in, love like, it. within 10 minutes i'm like okay wow a lot of burping i just drank i just chugged champagne a lot of burping and um so then i see her it's like she's not even a quarter of the way there i'm like fuck and i'm getting nervous i'm still awkward as fuck like my main thing is like i need to get unshackled and and just just uh start over I, I don't know her she's not like i tried talking to her complete like fails fails i'm like fucking we're shackled together oh so it was, was awkward. awkward so i'm just looking around like hey you want to play you want to play beer pong or anything like, so we got on beer pong she said yes i'm most of you know me i'm not athletically inclined i could barely throw a football but i could catch one that's about it um that is true yeah, I could barely throw a football. Throw throw a baseball? What? No, I'm very unathletic. But so, bottom line, I suck at beer pong. I'm like getting everything out. I'm like fuck, this is even helping my case. So my like, confidence, all time low. I'm like fuck. All right, so like I start helping her with her champagne, and I just kill it. Blackout. And this is where I don't remember anything. Like nothing. My boys tell me that. Yeah, you made it inside the dorms. You were throwing up outside, like, by the entrance. And then you just ran to the dining hall. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. And then the next thing, when I wake up, I get woken up by cops. Cops are, like, waking me up. I'm like, at first they're concerned. Like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I'm like looking around, I'm like, fuck. I'm in the basement of the dining hall. I broke into the basement of the dining hall, drunk as fuck. And this is the first semester of college. And I get instantly put on level three probation. I'm almost at the verge of getting kicked out of college. My first, I broke into the dining hall and I was bugging out. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I, I couldn't even tell my mom, so I didn't tell my mom until the until they got the letter of how serious this is. 
And my mom's oh. there, like, calling me. She's crying. Do you know what? I'm going to be honest right She's now. She's crying. Before you, I'm happy that, you know, this is only the third episode, but I'm happy that you're sharing this because this, I finally get to hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. All Like, thoroughly deep and like a real conversation but continue so she's crying she read the things she's like why didn't you tell me fuck and like to give a little more back is i'm the first from my family that went to college i'm the first one that graduated seriously respect and like so they thought like college was a new level shout out to your sister she did it too she did it too shout out to her so they were like bugging out my mom's crying and i'm like I just really, I just made my mom cry. I'm a dirt bag. And I can't do anything about it. I'm five hours away. I might, like, I might get Word. kicked out. And I'm like, fuck. So then, like, I went through all the, tr- like, I don't know, their little, like, uh, hearings or meetings with, like, everyone and, like, how I should be disciplined. And thankfully, like, one teacher really spoke, one professor. Um, oh, fuck, I forgot his name. This professor, is the guy. Prof- this is the guy that saved your ass and you don't remember his name. Professor Burner or something. Bruh. Professor something. Professor Burner or something. It was something with the BU. All right, all right. Continue. And we'll just call him Burner. Professor Burner. And he just like, this is only having 10 weeks in his classroom. And I really excelled in the class was um, just epidemiology. And uh, at the time I was like really interested in it. So then he really spoke on my character and like, this is a good guy. Like, look at his grades. He's doing pretty well. And him really speaking on me and like showing my, just my like like my grades, intellect that like I'm not just some burnout kid that's just constantly yeah, getting this yeah, drunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you but do it get was, fucked it was up. Just, it was one in, it was one incident, and it just got brought up to level three probation because word, I word, broke word. into the okay. dining hall and got into their basement and was fucking around with the road salt mulberry. Okay. And the police had to like wake me up and like get me to the hospital because they thought like I was. They just needed to check me out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, yeah, thankfully he spoke up. Or he said something. Like, I was literally just... He knew what had happened. All, like, all my professors were notified. So then he, he just... I didn't even ask him. He just went up and said this on behalf of me. I was so grateful. Wow. I literally wouldn't have graduated from college. I, I would have... I guess eventually, but I wouldn't have gone to, through, like, the four years at SUNY Brockport, which I made some close friends. And I still talk to them. You still talk to them yeah, and you yeah, try to meet boys. up whenever. We meet up. Where we are they from? Up. It's all like it's crazy now. So we're out of college. It's so much harder to get on the same schedule as everyone. So much. Harder. Oh, of course. So when I try to meet up with my boys, it's just like they're up in Rochester and one's in Long Island. So it's like it's sprinkled around. It's here and there, but we try to make it. We try to make That's it true. often. We try to make. We don't try to make it too like too. Because listen, you'll always have a connection with your hometown homies these are the people you grew up with this is where it shaped you but it's something different about college because it's like this is the first time i'm on my own it's like all right we're doing this like i don't know it's a it's a different it's a not a re like like we said kind of a restart but it's just it's a different type of connection it is a different type of connection i totally feel that you got what i'm saying by that like you knew me since like growing up before my balls actually dropped and then these guys knew me more like the <laughs> that's the a one, great way to put it the they know i don't want to see my <laughs> real self but like my adult self when i really just blossomed or not blossomed but just really came into myself and i just felt comfortable in my body more confidence in myself just doing what you wanted yeah i just i needed that reset just get away from everyone and just start over here five hours up north 
Shannon, if you do listen to this somehow, congratulations. Congratulations on the marriage. Um, congratulations. I want to say that. Shannon and Daniel If Lang. you hear this by like some chance or whatever, we'll share this. I hope you hear this. Yeah. But congratulations. Living in Scotland. We're happy for you. It's just like Yo. we were talking about it. It's crazy. We're happy for you. Dude, Daniel, Daniel Lang does the best. I've only heard it once, and it was amazing, though. Um, Shrek impersonation. Are you serious? He's Scottish, so he's already. I know, got the I know but that's so random. It's so, it was. It's great. It's hysterical. That is so random. It's hysterical. He's um, a really. Nice, I, I really like him. To bring it up to a topic that I wanted to hit. Yeah. Um. What's this? Is I know you're a movie enthusiast. Oh, I love movies. Yeah. But so then, what's your? I know this is such a hard question. Favorite movie, or at least top five. <sighs> top five. Top five, top five. Um, non particular, no, in no order is this my top five. But listen, this is in my top five. Let me tell you something. My original question was, um, like, what are you up to now? So, what'd you do after college? <laughs> uh, so graduated college. <laughs> Seriously, that was the All main right, question. Yeah, yeah. I okay. forgot. Okay. So, um, to go back to with from uh, the tangent we just went into, um, basically that professor got me out of trouble and then I was still on probation but it, I couldn't get in trouble so that was fine I was still I, that came me more tamed isn't it crazy to see to look back at it yeah it, it only takes to... literally one professor and he did it it was it's one professor that could change the course I don't tell many people that because not many people ask like the real deep like not the the real, real or just like really want the time to hear the details the, yes okay like no one's gonna talk regularly in like this setting you yeah. know what I mean yeah so Okay, I get that. So after college, after college, graduate. Um, I had some legal issues because I, I got into a bar fight. Okay. So then, this happened my senior year in White Plains, and so I had that like just bar fight. So I had that looming over, and like the court shit shifted over after college too. So I had to deal with the repercussions then. And thankfully, though, I had a job. I got a job secured with um, a place in Chappaqua, and I'm an account manager there. And thankfully, they ran my double, like the background check and everything. And then two weeks later, I got processed with like just a misdemeanor in, like just a misdemeanor. And fucking, I was like, thank God, someone loves me, because they they had to do a background check on you. So like, I yeah. had nothing to hide at that point until two weeks later when like the final mallet was like hit and like you got misdemeanor but then that okay. like so the deal was if i was good for a year that gets dropped completely so then year pass i'm still working i have nothing on my record i'm clean guy uh, as everything's being sponged or dropped off okay and now i'm just working uh i'm gonna move out in uh in december it's gonna be dope Okay, it's what do you do? Um, what area? Greenwich, Connecticut, with uh, Spieg Jacob Spiegel and Tyler Shulman. Yeah. It's an amazing area, and isn't it crazy to think of you get a cheaper place there than? Hold up, hold up. We're like two streets, like the next street over from Porchester. We're like, I could still say Greenwich, Connecticut, because my ha the house that we're renting is on the Greenwich side. But we're like one street away from Porchester. Like you walk down okay. the street, we're like we're in Porchester. Okay, Porchester's. Um, but just to flex on them, I will say Greenwich, Connecticut, because that's my address. 
That yeah. is good, just to flex on them. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so that's what you're doing now. Updated. So, Updated. Uh, again, movie. What were you saying? <laughs> you're jumping around. No, it's it's just, okay, we finished that story. Right, I just so wanted you to finish that before movies, we do this. No particular order. Uh, the Dark Knight. Um, Inception. Um, let's see. Inception's Bronx great. Tale, Goodfellas. And, <laughs> um, let's say Wolf of Wall Street. I love Wolf of Wall Street, Wolf too. Wolf of Wall Street. As I matured, though, like, if you were to ask me that question in college, it would have been more like Dis- like Star Wars. It would have been a lot more Star Wars, but now I've, like, matured. I don't want to say matured out, but I still, like, Star Wars will, will always have that special place in my heart. But my taste has sort of just like it's changed. It's changed, and now I'm like, oh, I really like these types of movies. Yo, I, I, you didn't name um, one movie that's that's that I fuck with OD, and that's one of my favorites. Is Up. I know that's an animated Up. movie. Yo, but the I first love the Up. first ten minutes, I cried in yeah, theaters. I saw it with my mom. And I was just <laughs> like, oh, mom, I can't real do shit. this. Yeah, that yeah. first one is. Th- that's why I love I it. I miss it's going like real movies shit. with my mom because he's a grumpy old fuck. But he did what he promised out. You know yeah, what yeah, they yeah. set out to do. But yeah. he fucking did it, and um, that one's amazing. Um, dude, Inception's great. That was a great Inception, choice. The first time I saw Inception was with Jesse and Hunter at. At and Macalotti at a um, at the sad ski trip. That was the first time. So this movie was out for two years, and everyone's been talking about the hype. I'm like, I don't want to see this. Like I've never seen Avatar. <laughs> Avatar. You, I swear, my mother's life. I swear, my dog's you. life. My mother's <laughs> life. I've never seen a full session of Avatar. I've seen like Shit. ten scene, like ten minutes here, ten minutes here, like when it's on TV, or it always used to be playing at Brian Miller's house all the time. Yeah. Word. But yeah. So, um, but yeah, I saw it. The first time I saw it, Inception was at Satsuki trip. And funny thing, we brought edibles and I was tripping balls on the fucking Satsuki <laughs> trip watching you took Inceptions. A I took a brownie. I haven't seen him in so long. Oh, the kid was a scumbag. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you back. say that? Oh, um, no, just what he did, how he treated other people and like how he like shysted me out. But talking about that just reminds me of how long we've known each other. Just because James Odessa reminds me of high school, and then the high school just trickles down to like, fucking. You remember? Oh my God! You remember when you still lived at your old house by Foxtail, yeah. and you picked me up on your dad's vegetable oh, yeah, oil yeah, car. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Your dad's I've, vegetable oh, oil car. <laughs> I remember. I remember because I've told, um, I've told my mom that's my mom this story, and I remember telling my dad this story because oh I felt like I needed. Um, I don't know. I just I, let's let's just say it. let's put it let's put it perspective. So this vegetable car, like, what was the condition in it? Okay. Would you say the the vegetable oil car? I love this car. Um, but I'm a kid. We're we're like sixteen. Yeah, we were like you just got your we license. Like you shouldn't have been driv- yeah, driving yeah, by yeah, yourself, yeah, but you yeah, did. Yeah. And you picked me up, and I was like, I live in Mount Kisco. So, so he, it takes like 25 minutes to get to my house. So he drove with your dog yeah. score. And then, oh, for, now listen, listen, let oh, me, yeah. let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Okay. Um, 
So yeah, so my parents were out all day and I was able to, and the car was right there, but I didn't know what a broken transmission meant. <laughs> okay. So I, um, what, <laughs> so I decided to take it out and I go to Hunter's to get him. Yeah. But like, there's that massive hill. And I remember rolling, rolling back at one point and I, put my my I, I accelerated you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. it was going back and I accelerated extremely hard and boom whatever go get the hunters I'm like he gets in I'm like yo just get it just fucking get in I was like do you know what a broken transmission means and he's like no and I'm <laughs> like all right whatever so we go somehow we get on the highway and we so we're going like 30. Yeah. On the highway. On the highway. It's iconic. So, um, whatever. Long story short, I somehow get to Jordan's. We are on the way back. We just make it back to my place and we get stuck midway. It was terrible. We're like, fuck, how are we going to get this? We're going to get caught now. So then, basically, what we had to do was. We have Hunter, and he's saying we can, you know, we can push it up. We can push it up. So boom, we call. He's like, we couldn't push it up. We couldn't push we it up. We couldn't at all. push it up. Um, and we called all of our like biggest homies. You know what I mean? Like, um, Drew we called Brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kept on thinking the whole time, and I wanted to say it in the beginning, but I don't know. We all just bought into the plan. I was like. We're gonna have to, you know, go back. We weren't. And get a, we were gonna. We were not gonna push a car yeah, up no. a hill. No. So, um, not seven sixteen-year-olds. Seven sixteen-year-olds weren't gonna push up this car listen, up a hill. Listen, listen, listen. So, we come to the realization that that's what has to happen, right? We have to go all the way back and get momentum. Um, so we say, if there's anyone that can do this, is Drew Reach. He was a crazy driver. I've never felt safe in no. a car. He drove <laughs> listen, like listen, we listen, were in that. Oh, my God. But Okay, listen. That's besides the point. Because Drew Reach is a savage. And for anyone to be able to pull it off, it's him. I haven't no gotten joke. a car with Drew Reach in four years. So, so, so listen. So, um, he's like, if I'm doing this, uh, Hunter has, has to be in the car, too. And we're like, what? <laughs> we're like, what? <laughs> but um, we're like, okay. So, then... I'm like, I have to be, you know, in the car, too, in this situation. So, it's Drew driving, Hunt next to him, me, and then Score. Yep, and um, then I'm at the entrance. So, your driveway has these two stone pillars that Drew Reach had to, like, somehow safely pass through, not hitting either of them. And I was just there like a dumbass, just like, all right, I'll wave and see if you could fit. I would just I I stood in the most da- one of the most dangerous spots there. What happened is he had to um, gain momentum, so he went down the road a little bit, and he did a three-point turn, and he stopped at one point. He says, "Do you know what this reminds me of? Back to the Future when they have to read it." Oh the reach like 88 miles per hour yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that. And we're like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? To yeah. think of that in this moment, we're like, 
Uh, like <laughs> it was just a shock it was it was funny looking back at it so we go and hunter's like you have to hit at least 30 and we're hitting like <laughs> 20 like 15 so um there was a little hill in my driveway sharp turn right like when you start to go down so it's a little dip it's a yeah it's a little okay. dip that you have there. So then... I always bottomed out with my small car. So then we saw... He started going. We're like, turn, turn. Boom, turns. Hits this um, grass patch. Yeah. Like this little hill. Airborne. <laughs> going straight into one pillar. And we just miss it. He just... We just get down. He just turns. He turns the wheel. And then he turns it the other way. And it's tail whipping. And meanwhile, in my driveway, it's the road. And then woods and woods. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you're fucked. It, no matter what side you fall off of, basically. Um, all in all, it was a sketchy situation. that He somehow just, like, got the speed, the momentum. And went, went up that little... Went through that dip. Had a little air of like an inch and Jesus and just went up up your hill and was able to park it. And and I'm gonna tell you right now, I um I kissed the floor and I kissed Vinny, (laughs) like on the on the cheek. But I was so because I was so fucking excited. Yeah, I went crazy. Yeah, dude. Um, it's wild. One thing I wanted to bring up too, I was trying to bring up the movies, but R.I.P. to Stan Lee, a motherfucking legend. Wow, I that's so, what I wanted to bring up because I know you're in depth about it. Like, yo, Stan Lee. Yo, yeah. what's your favorite? So, what I was trying to say, what's your favorite superhero movie? So your favorite superhero movie, hands down, is actually a DC film, Batman: Dark Knight. Okay. The Dark Knight. I like the first Spider-Man. The first Spider-Man, Sam Raimi's Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good Spider-Man. Tobey like Maguire did good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, I like that. But the Dark Knight just hit all levels. It just it was really a game changer in what. So if you remember before, the Dark Knight came out, superhero movies were so campy. They like if you remember like the Fantastic Four or just any movie before that, like that movie 2008. It was nuts. It was it was just corny. It was so sappy. They made these. There was. It was just. It was a terrible movie, and I would rewatch these like now just for fun because it'd be on FX or something. I was like, wow, I can't believe these made it to production. But that movie was amazing. Favorite, hands down, easy. Okay, so just go go. Now since I said that, go more in about Stanley. Stanley. And like you're, you know, Um, just because I know, I know know you seriously feel in depth about this and just a little more. I cut you off though. Yeah. So, you know, like how I learned English just like through reading comic books and watching Disney, like those animated Disney movies, like how it was just, um, it was harder. It was easier for me to, to pick up like just the picture. So I just started to read, like saw the picture, made up my own little story. And then it's like, oh, here's the, and then I just started reading the words after. And it started making sense, these words. Okay, like, all right, awesome. And Stanley was a big part of me just 
seeing these pictures that um, Jack Kirby did and then Stanley Jack Kirby was his illustrator and then Stanley would actually create the story arc like this is where I want this to go and Jack Kirby would just draw it and then Stanley is just like the architect just putting every piece together like this goes here this goes there and the man was just a fuck is a genius the amount of creativity in one human being all those movies like he created Spider-Man Hulk Iron Man Captain America um Jack Kirby created Thanos, so shout out to Jack Jack Kirby, the illustrator. He created Thanos, but the list goes on. The Fantastic Four, um, Black Panther. He just he was like, he went to he saw the time when he created Black Panther in 1960s and like, and said, I need a different superhero. So he just created a black superhero in a Afro future set, African future esque vibe, and that was cool. That's amazing. Yeah. But do you, have you ever heard stories? He definitely like smoked weed or like tripped acid a couple th- times. No, I don't think he, I think he was just a clean cut guy. Really? Yeah, I think he was just That's a clean cut guy. awesome. He has so many quotes. Like um, one big quote I put it on my Instagram was, I guess one person can make a difference. Word. Or we all wish we had superpowers. We all wish we could do more than we can. And I think that these just speak to like the, the person he was he was he was a great person he just gave back and i thought that was dope and like those type of people sounds real corny but they giving back is something that i noticed mad people just don't do we take everything for granted uh so that's why i'm a part of um big brother big sister i mentor a little uh just a, a kid and he uh doesn't speak english that well so when i when i do pick him up on saturdays we hang out for a couple hours we'll play we started going hiking now he, he loves going hiking so we'll go to turkey mountain and um just explore there for a couple hours and when i'm around him i do keep a note to talk more proper english i'm not going to say any slangs like yo nah i'll say everything just more proper so he picks up on these like cues and like try to help him with like homework or any anything he needs. Jordan, explain your background actually. Like I know you're Peruvian, but is your mom and dad Peruvian, or do they come from the same? Like, yeah, you my, know, my parents like, are Peruvian. They uh, they met in Peru, and then uh, they tried getting like a citizenship or a visa to come here. Okay. And my mom actually got her uh, visa first, so she came here to America three years before my dad okay and then it took my dad three years to get a visa uh, uh, for whatever reason because i thought it'd be easier because they're both married but it took him a couple years so then he then got there and then 1993 i was born we were living in a different we were always living on kisco but we were living on this um just uh an apartment in mount kisco and then when like more family came all these people like my aunts and uncles saved up and my mom saved up and they all got a house okay so now the house that i live at now um basically a majority of my family lives there and it's always it's always been like that like i've always known where i had three aunts i had three aunts living with us and an uncle and that's on top of my mom and my dad and my sister so that's seven people eight people uh eight people living in one house and we just made it work with two bathrooms and like um rooms yeah we just made it work um so 
when was or is um, English ever spoken? Growing up, it was rarely spoken. We just spoke Spanish. So then I think I know when um, I got held back in first grade, my teacher told my mom that we have to make they have to learn English where they just have to speak English at home. So that's when they started speaking or attempted to try to speak English at home. And then they got it. And then we soon picked it up because we're always just constantly speaking English. Now we're speaking okay. English at school. Now we're speaking English in at the house so i'm always practicing it growing up okay i get um, it now yeah so we did that and uh my sister's always been smarter than me so she just be like there's no <laughs> issue like, all right we got it don't violate yourself like that <laughs> <laughs> um then we grew up i went to college and i already told you yeah yeah i just, just that just, yeah, yeah, i just yeah. knew that i just wanted to know your actual background and people like whoever listens to it from our area they you know they know now yeah, they like don't. I got my work ethic from my parents. They've okay. they've always worked their butt off. Um, I try to keep that same work ethic. Just keep going. Burns. Yeah, same here. Definitely, a hundred percent. So. Yeah. You you know I um, like you said that that kind of like immigrant mentality. Dude. Of like yeah. coming so from nothing. Yeah. So that's one weird thing that. Not until I went to college is when I met. Uh, friends that were non-white friends so okay. not until then okay. like i've always had growing up white friends no one to really like vibe with they're like yo my on par- that level my, that yeah like really you know, my, my parents are immigrants it. they're like yo when i go home it's a different culture than when i step out that door because when i go in when i go it's like fucking little it's like I, i'm in peru we're having having like peruvian food yeah yeah yeah, yeah i got yeah, my yeah. aunt there it's like a whole family unit. yeah i've yeah, always yeah, known yeah, family because yeah, yeah. we've always lived together um and going out it's just like a different culture so i never i could never really speak to you about this or or hunter or them like it's different it's different it's, it's completely different. different it's different and then until I, mean, I went I, to college is when like I, I met sean prada like all right word yo this is or like kyle binion like just these people that were uh different backgrounds non-white and i don't want to say like oh i Dude, i don't want to mean it like in a racist way i completely way understand like it because you're my like, boy you've like always relax. been relaxed yeah. are you kidding me we know <laughs> it's gonna be just people that always bug out over that comment or oh my god he said that you know what i mean we know what's going yeah to. Like I, I made my first spanish friend yeah in yeah 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 i i, I understand similar that. cultures yeah you want to tell one of our uh crazy stories when we were in high school since we've known each other so long Yo, I was thinking about it. Remember, like, senior day? And yeah. senior day, you got me before? Yo, senior day was a trip. Yo, I loved I'm going to tell you something right now, though. What's up? So, you know, we we do our thing, and I got, like, two awards for it. And I am, you know, I'm pretty ripped. You're ripped as fuck. I'm pretty we, ripped. We killed, we killed was, like, a bong uh, and a blunt. That's what I'm saying. That's before I'm going saying. to the last day of school. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. But that last so day... To, to put it in perspective, that last day of school was nothing. Like, it was like, a, you know, a senior day where there was like... We saw a comedian, and yeah. the comedian just fucking sucked and got mad because <laughs> we, we we all kept like... We weren't laughing at his jokes. The comedian sucked. Yeah, the, <laughs> I remember him getting tight now. Yeah. Dude, I remember him getting tight. Fuck. Um, Steve Martimucci. Shout out to him. I hope... Yo, I respect the grind of him being... um little fat balding italian man comedian i love it yeah i love but Steve. um 
his first or my first experience with him being on stage was mr yorktown and he came up to me oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he came up to me and said hey i'm gonna do uh, a napoleon dynamite uh, dance i want you to be pablo and introduce me i'm like all right yeah that's fine let's chill let's do it he got me everything got me the shirt no he said wear like a suit and just comb your hair and i'm like all right I'll, i'll just look like a i'll just look like me and I just, I literally, I just woke up, come, I just put on a suit and that's it. Like what he said. And he had me like go over lines. It was literally just, I don't remember now, but it was just like, hello, my name is, pa- hello, my name is Pablo. Uh, here's Napoleon Dynamite. It was something like just introducing him. Just, it was like word for word what Pablo said in the movie. He wanted me just to repeat that. And I hate. I got stage fright. I hate talking in front of people. I hate very like, if it's bigger than four people, I'm like giving okay, me anxiety. But let me sit, let me bring in. But some I forgot input. my lines. No, but I literally forgot pre- my lines and just took it out. And then people were laughing even more. I'm sweating even more, thinking they're, they're just laughing at me now, because I had to take my lines out. Yo, yo. But the thing is, read though, it. how you took out your lines or whatever. Yeah. And how you did it, it looked like that was scripted. It was amazing. It was perfect, dude. It was awkward. <laughs> it was what you needed no, for that, that to be funny. No, that was just naturally me. Awkward. I, I know. There you I go. know. That's why that's funny. Okay, that's a good <laughs> That's a good perspective to bring up. Yeah. Jordan wasn't trying to be funny in that situation. That was just naturally awkward you to me. You just... Okay, that's good. That's yeah. good. I like that. So, Jordan, the reason why I did want to bring up your family also is because today... Jordan got a tattoo. Yes. Yes. Today I got a tattoo and I'm so, I was uh, ecstatic. I was ecstatic. Okay. Or so ex- explain it. it. Saying it wrong. Cause, but, um, Cause soon to come, I'll upgrade the podcast. I don't have visuals right now, Yeah. but I will get to that point, but explain it for someone who's listening. All right. So I got my tattoo and it is, it took four hours today. So we're sitting in the chair for four hours and it's a dream catcher as the base and then inside the Dreamcatcher is the universe. And then on top of it all is an astronaut uh, getting wrapped by the feathers of the Dreamcatcher. And I've, it's I've been thinking about done, this. It's done, by the way. Uh, thank you. This is the first Seriously. session. I still got to go one more to get the coloring and shading. I fuck with it. Thank you. Yeah. So I had this movie on uh, this movie, this ta- this like piece in mind for like a couple months now. I'm like, okay, so let me... Let me set money aside. Let me just start. If I do want this, let me put X amount of money aside and get it if I want it by this by this month. And it was November. Word. Okay. And I, I wanted it. I was like, all right, so let, let's do let's it. Let's do set it. an appointment. So then I set an appointment. I gave her the tattoo idea. And here it is. And I'm so happy. And it was inspired by two main sources. One being the the uh, the astronaut is a direct inspiration from Kid Cudi the artwork from uh, Embrace the Martian. Embrace the Martian artwork. This is the astronaut from there, or inspired from the astronaut from there. And the reason it's Kid, a Kid Cudi song is because Kid Cudi was the first rapper that rapped more, in my opinion, that wasn't gangster. So like, I always loved, I loved 50 Cent, G-Unit, The Game. Um, the list goes on like uh, all those people I 
I enjoyed their music, but I couldn't really relate to it. Like if I'm just by myself and I'm just vibing out, I I can't vibe out to that. Personally, I couldn't vibe out to that. I just need something more I could relate to and vibe out to. So then in comes Kid Cudi and he's just rapping about how weird he how weird he is, how awkward, how like distant at times he feels from like another person. They could be in the same room. And I really dug that. I really just like, wow, this guy gets me. And this is before I started smoking weed. So I was on his music come like the beginning of freshman year where we entered high school and it's just like that transition. Like there's more kids I haven't seen before. Like who are these people? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that really helped me. I would listen to every morning. Uh, Man on the Moon came out in 2009. I want to say like at that. Eh, 2009, I think in the beginning of the year, somewhere around there. So then I would play that all the time, sophomore year, sophomore year, the whole album on repeat on the bus. Amazing. Loved it. I loved it. And I loved it so much till this day and his other work that he's like progressed to. So I had to get an astronaut tattoo. And then the Dreamcatcher is actually uh, the Dreamcatcher is for my aunt, my aunt that passed away. She passed away now almost three years ago. Dude. And to bring it back to is family. Is it crazy? It's crazy. How time flies. It's crazy it's how time flies. It's been three years, dude. So many things that are just it's like. It's been three years It's been three years. Happened? It's December wow. 31st, 2015. Almost three, three years. three years. Okay. But yeah. continue. So that's why I wanted to get the background story about your family. Yeah. How important that is to set up the question about your tattoo. The because, family unit. So yes the family unit where it was the first it was the second time i lost someone real close to me but this one was just someone that always lived in my house so i saw her yeah, as yeah, not yeah, even yeah. a second mom that's just mom it was real that's just yeah it that's was real. like i had the same love for real. her and connection as i do to my own biological mother Word. but that was her sister and okay. she just always took care of me like Word. that okay always. exactly exactly yeah. so, so the reason i got the dream catcher is because it's the sad, beautiful truth of what my aunt was. And she would put everyone in front of her. She would take care of everyone. She would want to help other people's dreams. She'd want you to succeed more than herself. So she would work for other people. She would work for other people. Like for me, it's like if I needed some like extra care. Because I had a, I, I worked, I, I worked at, um, BP to get some money just to like when I was ninth, eighth and ninth grade, I just worked at BP, pumped gas and just like did the deli thing just to get some money to like get little things here and there. Cause my mom, my parents couldn't really give me just like throw away money. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So when, yeah, I, hung, yeah, when yeah. I hung out with you guys, I'm like, guys, you guys can get McDonald's. And I'm like, I have no cash. Yo, but a bunch of the time I remember, <laughs> dude, so many times I would go there and we would get nothing. I mean, someone would get like someone get something. So, something McDonald's was the place like, you couldn't drive anywhere. Dude, I've had McDonald's in so long. Yeah, but um, since going along with the dream thing, she would always help you. My aunt, Tiaide, uh, that's her name, Tiaide, and she would just help me um, pursue anything I wanted. She's like, all right, let's do it. How can I help? Yeah, let's go. So. The dream catchers for her and the only place i see her is like just mad it sounds mad corny but it's the only place like if i have a dream about her is like i saw her like oh right. i remember her that i remember her in that, that still picture it's not how i remembered her when 
she left. chemo, all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, last yeah, yeah. breath of how you see someone. I don't remember. I, I, I remember that picture, but I don't, I don't dream about her or remember her in that light. It's like, oh, it's in the back of my head, but I dream about her in, in this light. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like the, th- the thought, if a kid dies... He never ages. No joke. On a real note. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like that kid. Exactly, yeah. The kid, you know, it doesn't doesn't grow up. She stood time still. She stood so in time, your still bu- in time. You're taking the rock message <laughs> out of this, but I'm just saying. No, like, no, no, no. I was just saying In dumb your shit. mind, you know. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> How funny is it? Like Soldier Boy comes on in the background. Uh, this used to be so hot All the bar mitzvahs Yo Shout out to Jackie Kappa <laughs> Bar mitzvah's fire <laughs> You know she had that guap To drop that much On a party Danny Steinmetz I wasn't invited I was invited To Danny Steinmetz And Ariana Abalafias I was invited And I danced with Ariana <laughs> I swear It was funny She's an artist She's a, she's an author She's a great person She's an author Seriously. I want to read the book I want to get the book. That's someone you don't see in years, and she'll still show you love as soon as, you know. 100%. But um, what were you saying? Oh, just I was invited just to three, uh, two bar mitzvahs, one bat mitzvah. No, it's opposite. Two bat mitzvahs, one bar mitzvah. Harry Mandel's bar mitzvah. Oh, Harry. Melissa Levin's bat mitzvah, and we got a towel. I still use that towel. It says her name, though. It's weird. <laughs> it just says Melissa Levin's um, 13th uh, or like bar mitzvah. Bat mitzvah. That's funny. Yeah. It's weird. I use it like it's become like a dog. T- shout out to her though. No disrespect. It's just become a dog towel. <laughs> That's no disrespect. It's no just disrespect. what it is. I can't I can't have like I can't draw myself with another person's name on it. Yeah, I went yeah, to high yeah. school. The middle school and high school with. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Jordan, since I've been by this, uh, you know, live basically on this side of town. Since I've lived on this side of town when it's nicer, I go to that spot more by you. It's called Mount Kisco. Um, Yeah, it's real nice. Mount Kisco, Yorktown It's a little divide right by Route 100. Yeah. If you're local, you'll know. Right by Route 100 by the hot dog stand over there. Never got hot dogs there. No, realistically... Yeah, continue, continue. But yeah, it's it's a nice place. Um, it's just somewhere you could smoke and just vibe out and chill, feel safe. You know, can no, no one's, one's gonna, gonna do you. anything. Yeah. No one's gonna bother you. It's by the water. It's beautiful. By the water. It's beautiful. I love it. I, I so so I'm gonna miss moving out to uh, Greenwich, Connecticut. So thinking about that, it's you know all this Greenwich, stuff, Connecticut. All the no, no, flex no, on them. Not <laughs> but listen. I'm saying when, you know, when you do move out and when that actually happens and when that actually happens for us, you'll realize all it's the in things. Four weeks. You, you'll realize all the things you miss. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you'll miss Leica. I'll miss my dog a lot. No, but the thing is, I'm still like. Close enough where you could come back. Uh, it's not close. Uh, yeah, it's 30 minutes away. It's not that far. It's not far at it's all. It's not far at all. 25. I can make it in 25. Yeah. But. It's not far. I feel like I'll, I'll still make it for like Sunday lunch because I'm just, I'll miss that. Like, um, just it's always the family union. I can never, it, it, it's got its draws where like I would feel guilty if I would move really far. Word. It's weird. It's weird. 
Jules, shout out to Jules. Listen to this. But I learned that through college real quick. I was like, fuck, I'm too far. I'm five hours away. And at the end, I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Listen to this. How, how, like, this I respect so much. So my brother, he moved out to San Francisco. But the day he moved out was the day after he ran the New York City Marathon. That's crazy, right? What? Yeah. He fucking did it. Shout out to him for even running the marathon. I'm very ignorant. How long is the marathon? 28 miles? 25? It's like 26.4. It's something weird. Something weird. The longest longest time or distance I've run in the past year is four miles. I can only... I mean, I was dead. Like, my knees hurt. They were, like, buckling. It was terrible. Remember the mile in gym? Yeah. That shit was... sure would. Lodi, fuck Lodi. Tool. <laughs> Macking in high school girls. Allegedly. Okay, allegedly. Okay, allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. So, well, it's 26... Yeah, it's 26 miles. 26. I was close. 25, 28. It was in the ballpark. Well, it's... Tw- uh, man, though. So, I'm, I'm seeing people run it. Jules was at was doing a great pace he was doing a great pace i was like i see i see all these people running it though and i'm like they're doing it i, I know i can do this i got it you see people running it's like because it, it's kind of motivational because it's like all right that guy's doing it i definitely can fucking do it you know what i mean like you think there's all types of people that run that's the one thing that's cool about it it's all love during the way it's it's cool it's a good vibe in new york when the marathon comes through sad thing is i used to be a distance runner like hunter knows this i remember we were just sometimes <laughs> hunter loves training like I, he doesn't love playing sports he just loves training yeah he just loves training <laughs> he's a beast since, since like since since i knew him so 10th grade he's like yeah let's just go on a <laughs> just stay in shape let's just go on a run I'm like bro why so then I, I didn't know I had nothing else to do. Like, my mom dropped me off. This is before I could drive. So I'm like, all right, let's go on a run. Okay. <laughs> and we just went on a run. I just remember I was always pretty good, like, just long distances. I could, I just wouldn't get tired. I wouldn't get winded. I wouldn't get, I wouldn't cramp up. Fa- fast forward six months later, smoke a blunt for the first time. <laughs> smoke a joint. No, it, it was a blunt. Yeah, it was a blunt. I got high the first time. It wasn't like yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot I was of people don't. blasted the first yeah, time. Yeah, a lot of people don't. I think it's because people time. just are afraid to inhale. So like I just inhaled and at the time I was like coughing my lungs. That's the first time you inhale smoke. Coughing. I'm like, <gasps> can't breathe. You're coughing so much it hurts to breathe. You just like yeah, 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 fucked yeah. up your throat that much. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> scorching and you're just chugging water. And shout out. I'll shout him out. Shout out to, because that was the first time I did it he's with. He's the man. He's the man. He was prepared. He was prepared. He the brought man. in a group of kids, a group of little boys. I'm not gonna say the others, because uh, I don't think they want their name out there. But he brought me and two other, uh, two other kids, uh, three other. No, it was two others. We're in the woods, and like this is after we smoke, and I'm like, I'm just like this is appreciate. I was like, what the? F- this is crazy. Like. The, the first time you smoke, it feels like you're just like, you just dropped acid. This is crazy. Like, you feel like the world is tilted. And I'm like, How, what is this? And like the savior he is brings out water. And PB&J for everyone. 
He made PB&Js for everyone. He's awesome. It was amazing. Johnson. The jelly going down my like virgin sore throat was amazing. It felt <laughs> soothing. <laughs> I was like, fuck. I needed that. Yo, when I went to WCC, um, he would fucking hook. I remember his mom hooked me up with a ride, you know, multiple times to get home from WCC. Like... I don't know. I just remember his mom being mad dope, mad chill. Yeah. yeah. Just very nice lady. He's so I always chill. tell him because I don't know, dude. When everyone went away, I'm not saying like I got close to him, but that's someone who just, I don't know, held me out. Yeah. That was a yeah. tougher time, but it may seem looking back like, I don't know what he, if he hears this, that he may not have done much, but he's the man. He He really helped out. Yeah. That's WCC though. I chill. I chilled at WCC. Like I didn't just go to class and go back. Yeah, you lurked around the streets at WCC. I lurked. Fucking uh, mad lurked. I knew. I knew um, everyone from each building, <laughs> and I remember going to the dance. Well, the academic arts building. Yeah. But the dance studio there, and getting close with all the dancers and shit. Uh, Oh, but they they were some of the people that when it comes to music first instilled like a huge boost of confidence in me yeah it realistically was one class at wcc that they were like dude fucking do it like you know what i mean yeah. i the teacher took mad long and um i would rap every day in front of the class like i had something written or oh you do told something. me this yeah i would always rap to them and like yo like the class would get hyped hey. uh you know that's i can go into it more but that's originally what you know that that one class wcc yeah. so during like free hours or whatever on wednesday common hours <laughs> everyone's there no joke a bunch of people are there from campus so um I fucking I fucking remember spitting. I'm not even joking. This yeah. one day, I I'm ch I was chilling with my homies, and boom, someone brings one of my one of my homies starts a beat on the table, and I'm fucking I just go off. I fucking kill it, and um, I look up and like everyone's watching. The oh, fucking whole cafeteria is watching. Really? I was like, I've never oh, even, fuck. I've never been to WCC. Where? Or like, how big is this cafeteria? Um, it's a good size. It's a good size, and yeah, I'm watching. Yeah, yeah, it's like, a good like, size. Who is this kid? So, um, who is this gen generic so, white boy? So that's that's what it is. And then going to barber shops, and going to that, you know, that's. That's where the talk of the town is. Yeah. And explain why you told me before you're excited to tell your barber. I mean, show oh, your barber. My why? barber? Why I'm so excited. Because this is, I did a fucking paper on this. I understand this. Oh, you, and I understand the you history. You did the research? There's I, data out no, there on this? You I did the research? It. I had to do it for school. That's hysterical. So then go. Punch numbers on fucking, all right, so. No, yeah, 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 yeah. shit like that. And the history of it. Well, That's I don't know. That's a whole other discussion, but go. All right, so for some reason, I don't know, I, I, I made a connection with my barber. It's been the same barber for like a, uh, almost four years now. And shout out to 
oh my god exclusive cuts in mayapak and exclusive cuts 2.0 in yorktown i go to the yorktown one but i started out in mayapak and it's amazing Lord. yeah mike lugo is my barber and so is abdul and i love them they they've always uh they inspired they said like you should get this type of haircut i'm like all right do it and it's like i've been getting this like comb over style haircut ever since and tommy apuza is the one who actually um brought me in under his wing and told me you should go to this place in mayapak it's called exclusive cuts <laughs> and you know tommy like sometimes you're like he's not you don't think he's thinking but i completely agree with him where <laughs> i am willing at the time i'm willing to drive all the way to mayapak to get a haircut when I live in Mount Kisco and wait once I'm there for because the wait if you know exclusive cuts in Mayapak and back then when it originally started the wait was so long you're waiting at 40 minutes minimum to get a haircut Word. and especially like when you have your designated of barber course. you're going to your, your guy of course that line for him is so is so long you're like you're just waiting on one line I'm not the one that jumps around go to one barber or I go to two barbers but I go to Mike and then uh, uh, Abdul, Abdul if Mike's not there and it's amazing but going back to the when tommy first brought me tommy said all right go to my house i go to his house and from there <laughs> we made into like something we we from there we smoke a blunt and then he drives to mayapak to get for because i needed a haircut and i was like yeah let's just get a haircut i'm like okay and we're both getting a haircut high as shit and um the wait's long it's 40 minutes and then Tommy goes, hold up, I need to pick up my sister. And I'm like, can I wait? Like, I'm next. You just got your haircut and you're leaving? You're, you're, you just got your haircut and you're leaving? So he goes to, like, <laughs> I, you know me, you know me, you know me. I don't argue. I'm like, all right, whatever. Fuck you. What's Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll go fuck he goes, myself. I'll go fuck myself. I'll go, <laughs> oh, like, okay. He goes, picks up his sister. Oh, I get my uh, haircut by abdul the first person the first person yeah 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 and um i get my haircut it's done it's good i need to get my own ride so i asked my sister to pick me up from mayapak and drop me off at tommy's house that's fucked and wow that's funny though it's so i don't know it's just the classic just me and tommy just i I was like all right whatever i'll get my own ride back to your house yeah yeah Shit, but ever since I've been going, and then uh, last year, no, in, in May, they finally expanded to the Yorktown site. So the Yorktown um, exclusive cuts 2.0 in Yorktown, right by the basketball courts on Maypack Ave, on Underhill Ave, and um, yeah, and I'm so excited to show them because I've I've known them for three years. I consider them like like somewhat friends. I don't know. I don't know. Friend. Uh, it's someone that I just want to show my tattoo to because I told them about about it last week, and they said like go to this place, go to that place. Ultimately went with um, the one in Mayapak, Iron Butterfly. Shout out to Amanda, the tattoo artist. And um, I'm very excited because they both have tattoos, they both have sleeves, and this is a half sleeve. Um, I don't think I want a full sleeve, but I do like. So far, this is just the only tattoo that I want. I don't think I'm gonna get any more, but that's what I say now. People say it's yeah, addicting. people. But look at you. You only got one tattoo. And this one's, That's true. This one's half my arm. You're right. Yeah. It's like my side. It's my side arm and my tricep. It's my side arm and the back of my arm. 
Yeah, but I'm so excited to show them because then they're like, they're going to geek out because I showed them like what I wanted. It's exciting. You know, you know your barber. I have, I know my stuff. barber it's, and like, I know like, I don't have to say like, I need this, I need that. It's straight like, he's cut me enough and he told me, he's the one that suggested the haircut. I was like, yes, I trust you. Dude, even dating back to uh, Dutch times yeah. before. You oh, know, you did your research. This is the research. Listen, this is, it goes back, but I'm saying it goes back to the furthest point. This is your research, okay. Um, not not the furthest point, but one. When man first got a haircut. No, no. no. <laughs> um, when the fade was listen, introduced. Listen, in Dutch, in, in old in old Dutch times. Yeah. That crossed over. Barbers were usually um, surgeons, because barbers were the only ones that had the the, uh, the the gear to do it you That's know the hysterical. equipment and all that shit to do it but keep in mind that there's also no like sanitation That's so gross. i'm cutting your hair my hair is doing lice. surgery no, it doesn't, you know what i mean with the same shit yeah what happens if your head lice so with what are you and then dude, you're just doing surgery so a bunch cut, of people like, first off a bunch of people would die just after surgeries maybe get sewn up or whatever yeah but they would, they would still die. Um, so that is that. And, and barbershops also, you can talk about historically and racially, was one of the first places where um, basically a black man could raise form of entrepreneurship. Really? Oh, that's wild. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Well, well also think about it because... It makes sense because... All, you know, their place of work. And that became a place for the community. And that's what it is now. It's a place where people talk. Before it is. internet, it's, before it's all this that shit, it, that's that how word like got out. Most Westchester s- stores don't have that. Because when I go to exclusives, I see a lot of people talking within each other. I'll just, uh, I, but, but I feel like some include, sometimes we're talking about like um, the fight that's going on or during the World Cup, uh, we talked about like those things and that it made the wait, like I wouldn't wait as, now since there's two sh- two shops, I don't wait as long. It's just like a 20 minute wait, 15 minute wait at most, but it makes that wait go by quicker. I'm just talking shit with, not shooting shit with some, uh, someone, just, uh, just talking about anything. But so like, let's say somewhere in the city, it's... It's, you know, there's much more traffic. There's much more anything could happen at any moment. Like, like especially, I don't know. The first the first barbershop that I went to, this is it. I'll always bring it back to that. Like, anything, if you're in that shop, anything could happen on any day in there. Yeah. Like, random people always roll through. And this is one shop that JD Kiss stopped by. DJ Envy, Fred the Godson. You know, there's, there's so... Just like, I don't know. I love barbershops. And I went going in there and seeing all these OGs and these older guys, like, you know, just, sp- you know, spit bar, spit for my respect. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. But overall point of what I was trying to say is that I just wanted to get why were you so excited about, you know, telling your barber. And, yeah, it's and just because I have that, that connection with him. Uh, it's a deeper like, connection. My like Mike and Abdul have never, have never ever just uh, gave me a bad haircut. I've always right. come out like looking fresh, more confident, and usually you're you're in a chair with them. You're in a chair for like 20 minutes to get your haircut, 
I'm a, I'm I'm somewhat talkative. Like I just want to talk, and they'll ask yeah, me questions. Yeah, they're your therapist. At not, some I'm, point not ther- I'm not telling no, them dark, but deep I'm dark saying, secrets or anything. I, no, no, no. But, but I'm saying when you talk to your barber, when yeah. there's barber and there's a regular, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how you always go to your barber. I go you t- every. I go um, every three weeks on a Friday. Okay. On, and I go to Mike. Clockwork, baby. Clockwork, clockwork. I'll go whenever. I cut my own hair recently. That's you've, you'll never catch me doing that. All three, all around. You cut your own hair? Well, I did last time. That's wild. I can, I couldn't cut my own hair. I just keep it all lined up, three all around. It's no, still the same can't, shit. Can't. No, I don't even trust myself. I tr- one time in college, my friend. It's to save the money too. That's why I kind of learned yeah, it. Yeah, my friend. College back to saving money. Yeah, I was uh, I wasn't as smart with my money as I am now. I used to just spend, of spend, not. spend. I would get it and just spend it. And so I was like, "Fuck, I can't afford a haircut. I need a haircut." So I asked my roommate. I lived with all girls uh, junior year of high school, uh, college. My roommate Jane, and I was like, "All right, um, at a convenience, you're the only one at the house. Can you please cut my hair?" And it's real simple. You just need clippers and just do a two all around. I don't even want you to do a fade. It's just a two, and I'll, I'll deal with the two. Um, she said, yeah. And then she did it. I'm like, looks pretty good. So then my mistake, my mistake was, because you can't really fuck that up. You're just going two across the, across the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Along the lines. But then since the comb over, I asked her, just, Cause I was like, all right, she did pretty good. Let me just ask her to trim up in like an inch. Cause the top of my head was just too, the top of my hair was just too long. Okay. That's where she fucked up. She cut and made it on uneven. She like cut one side too short. So then she tried making the other side just as short to even it, to even it out. It was terrible. It was okay. terrible. I had to wear a hat for, thankfully my hair grows real quick. I had to wear a hat for two weeks until I could actually get a real haircut to fix it up. Yeah, and that's why going to like haircuts is um, St. Baldrick's. Uh, this past spring, I was a part of St. Baldrick's just to raise up some money for um, childhood cancer. And um, I was just doing my little rounds, texting you, texting everyone. How'd say, you hey. get through it? I mean, how'd you not get through it? How'd, how'd you how'd get I, involved? How'd I get involved? Through my barbers. Oh shit! Yeah, I got involved. Like they just uh, they had it up up uh, like a poster on the shop, and I asked like, "Yo, uh, where is this? Like, what are you what are you doing? Like, how do you how do you get involved?" And they answered me like, they thought I was joking. They thought I wasn't really gonna do it. And so anything involving cancer, I'm fully like involved. I'll, I'll help out as as much as I can. Just because once you're affected by cancer, you just you don't want anyone to see it. It's just a slow death. Of course. It's terrible. Of course, of course. So, especially kids. So I was like, all right. So then I, they told me the information, jokingly, thinking I wasn't going to do it. So I did it, made an account, signed up, made my own little fund that they do. And then uh, started just going, like, asking, hey, I'm doing this to you, just to my friends, to you, to Tori, Trey, all them, asking, uh, just, can you donate some money for, for kids? And they cut my hair. They like they shaved my head bald, completely bald. For the kids, though. For, for the kids. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I I didn't raise that much. It was only I I raised seven like around there. I wanted to get to a thousand, but that was just I couldn't do it. 
but 700 is still 700. There's more. I was than just about before. to say, fuck, that's yeah. still good. But luckily, my I knew, I did it because I knew my hair. My hair grows back so fast, so fast. Within a month, nah. Within like three weeks, it was like good where I could sort of comb it over or comb over one side, and then just got like a little trim up, so the top is still growing. Okay. And then it was just fine. Just three weeks of looking like a weird, a weird person, just bald. And the thing is, so. At work, it was weird. Everyone's asking, like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. Because I, I only told, like, my, my my bosses, my, like, my my, my supervisors, like, hey, I'm just a heads up. Monday, I'll be coming in bald for uh, St. Baldrick's. They're like, yeah, that's completely fine. Yeah, that, uh, what a great person. Good good job, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just flex on him. I'm a good person. <laughs> Greenwich, Connecticut. Yeah, Greenwich, Connecticut. Um, so... I didn't even think about the implications of the rest of like everyone else I work with. Like, what did what did they think? I only told like a few people like that I that I work that I consider friends from work. So okay. I was like, hey, I'm doing this just uh, just a heads up. Yeah, I'm coming in bald. And I guess luck, lucky for me that they don't that big mouse. They didn't tell anyone. I thought they would tell someone and then just come out. Yeah. Um. So when I came in Monday, everyone was looking like, Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, the ha- the the hair. Yeah, I did it for uh, for charity. I'd explain yeah. that story. I wish I just. I don't know if it, I wanted to write an email like, "Hey, I'm I'm fine. I just uh, mentally I'm still there. I didn't go in crazy. I just did this for St. Baldrick's, this little organization. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, for a good cause. You just don't Childhood want it cancer. to get it. Yeah, you just don't want to get it, you know, fucked up like. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't go. In, it's not Britney 2007. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not Britney 2007 <laughs> at all. It's not Britney 2007. No, 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 no. That's funny, actually. Yeah. I like the beats in the back. It's a nice touch. Like I said before, I was surprised. I'm happy with how this is panning out. You know I'm, what I mean? I know it's only third episode, but I'm happy with how this is coming out, and I see the vision. And I see the steps to take because it's all about setting goals. And one goal that I set for the hundredth episode, I'm gonna have Tom Falcone on it again. I'm gonna take it back to the first one. Hundred. It's a while. That's yeah. what I'm we're saying. On, we're on three. So that's what I'm saying. Listen, I can't wait because I'm gonna. Obviously, this is gonna be saved. This is gonna be on the internet. I'll be at a bigger level at that point in terms of maybe you know slowly viewers but i'm talking about um doper mics doper mic this is already pretty dope mic. my hand is getting sort of like D- different, tired. Okay. i just switch up the hand so that's what i'm, I'm saying the mic. so different i mean uh a boom stick boom stick so would be nice. you know the whatever comes up to you and then uh video i do like this vibe though just like just backyard making more homesy just you know it's comfortable yeah it is comfortable but I have a little other story. I don't know how to segue into this one. Um, so uh, going back to my parents, they were immigrants from Peru. So they're it's a dude. I'm loving this podcast. It's go, a, it's go a ahead. different culture. It's a different culture. And my my dad, they both grew up in the mountains, and the mountains being like Jauja, 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 Peru, and it's just a small mountain town in Peru. Um, I would describe this as those Nat Geo pictures you see of like Machu Picchu and those like walls. It's like it's it's weird. It's like it's a trip every time I go there because 
everything is just simpler. The technology is not as there because it's the mountains. It's like so secluded. It's it's um, it's a seven hour bus ride to uh, from Lima to uh, to Jauja because it's just like mountainous territory, and the only way to get there is like by taxi, car, or and it's so long because they don't have they don't have a train there. I hope they get there eventually, but. And then they have this like small plane that dry, that like flies 10 people at a time to this. Because no one really goes there. So it's just like people who just return to visit family. And so this little mountain town, my mom is very, how do I say it? Like, spirit, she's very spiritual. She's very like okay. spiritual. Spiritual or religious? Spiritual. She's more spiritual. Okay. She's become more religious in her later years, but when I was younger, it was definitely more spiritual, and, and this is a story of here why. So then my mom was very concerned with me growing up because I suffer from anxiety. And okay. she, was, she was like, there's a definitely a spiritual way to take care of this anxiety. And at this point, it's like, I'm like, um, I wanna say 10, 11, 11 years at max. And we're back in Peru in Hauka, and she wants to take care of these uh, this anxiety that I'm having. She doesn't want me to be in meds. Calls in a witch doctor. In Spanish, it's a bruja. Witch doctor. And she said, my mom told me, we're just going to go to the room. Um, she's going to rub a guinea pig on you, like nonchalant. And I'm, <laughs> what? mom, what? And she says, yeah, just don't worry. Trust me. I'm like, okay, I'll trust you. <laughs> I didn't really have a choice. I was like, fuck, okay, yeah, let me go. Yeah, literally, you don't have a choice at that point. So then um, we get to the room. It's the witch doctor. She's so old. She's so old. <laughs> wrinkly and like hunchback. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so scared. This is 11 years old. I'm like, I'm getting the room, I'm getting closer. We're in the room and like she takes out the box and I can hear it move. It's the guinea pig. In yeah. Spanish, it's un cuy. And I start like freaking out. I'm like, Mom, no, no. I have anxiety. Yeah, this is making it way worse. This is making way worse. Of course. I don't know why my mom was on. And I'm like, fuck, Mom, no, please, please. And then I had to get, not naked, but just in my boxers. Or at the time, I I wore tidy whities Just in my tidy whities Okay. And I'm there. She grabs the guinea pig. It's a live guinea pig. And she's rubbing it across my body. I'm just in bo- I'm just my tidy whities and I could hear it screaming, and she's saying something in Quechua, which is a the de- is the language of the Incas. It's a dead language. I don't know it. It's like some derivative of Latin. It's okay. Ke- it's called Quechua. That's crazy, actually. Yeah, it's the Inca language. And I'm like, what the fuck is she saying right now? Bugging she's not even out. saying Spanish or English. I don't know what she's saying. Um. And she's just rubbing the the guinea pig all over my body. It's screaming and it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, even know what the, the noise of it makes. It's like, like a squealing noise. And I'm like bugging out more. I'm like, mom, please, 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 mom, no. And I'm just still at a petri- petrified, just still and still rubbing me, saying some weird incantations or whatever, something Quechua, and it's over. That's that's not even the worst part. It's over. She looks at it. She slits its throat in front of me. I'm 11 years old. I'm 11 years old at 10, 11. 
And I'm like, holy shit, what's happening? Yeah. And I'm crying. At this point, I'm like, mom, this is not cool, not cool. And um, <laughs> she's like bleeding it out. The witch doctor's bleeding it out. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and then she's skidding it. I'm t- she's uh, two feet away from me from an 11 year old. Yeah. From an 11 year old. She's just two feet away from an 11 year old. And I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck in my head. Or I was just panicking. I don't even know what I was saying. I was just, I was just panicking. And then she skins it. And then she starts reading the blood. Like she's telling me my future. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah. So picture. Yeah. yeah all this. And then, <laughs> this is scary, I don't dude. remember what she said. Um, <laughs> you remember and then what after, she said? No, but this is the creepiest part. So I didn't believe that. Even at ten years old, I'm like, this bitch can't tell the future. Like, look at her. She's <laughs> looks so homeless and old. And um, motherfucker, that's not the end. But this is the creepiest part. We, this is the part that I believe, or I have trouble like explaining. She says, I've always had, like, back issues as a kid. I don't know why. I just always had, like, a a fucked up back. Yeah. I just always had a fucked up back. And, like, my right knee's always been bad. Um, I'm not sure. It's just always been like that. It's not like I don't do – I I, I did sports. Oh, they weren't good. It wasn't – like, I wasn't good. I wasn't really trying or doing anything. It was just me being a half-ass, just like I want to hang out with my friends, did sports. So it wasn't anything, like, sports-related. It was always just, like, bad knees and um, back. She – skinned the guinea pig and says your lower back and your right knee hurt like i could see that your lower back and right knee are in pain <laughs> from looking at the guinea pig <laughs> i look at my mom and it's like did you tell her this <laughs> i just remember that was and that was just the end of the story after that my mom's like it just we accepted like that happened <laughs> I was so scared. Um, it didn't help the anxiety. You're sick. It didn't help sick. the anxiety, but it, that happened, and oh I was so God, scared. Oh my God, I love it. My mom just saw it. My mom saw it as a normal thing because that's the culture she grew yeah, up yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the fucking yeah. mountains, that was just a normal <laughs> thing. It's a fucking normal thing to treat anxiety for an eleven-year-old. But you know what the sick thing is? Is when I went to Peru this past year, I did it again. I wanted to try it out. Oh, shit. That's why I could remember You're the process. That's why I could remember the process so much because it's the same exact process from what she told. It's, it wasn't the same rich doctor. She said, like, this is just the same thing. Like, it's, it's like this is the ritual or whatever. They do it in the process. And I was like, mother. This time, <laughs> it wasn't. She read my blood. And I was like, this is bullshit. She read the... Um, the guinea pig skins she was wrong so this time i just i think i did it just for more of like this shit's fake you know yeah, yeah. Or like this shit's fake <laughs> or like oh, but the thing happening? is though from but, like but what, your- hold that thought but was still the same i wasn't scared i was mostly just really tense and i was just like my, my whole body was just clenched while she was rubbing the guinea pig yeah on yeah it. yeah and i still had to look away when uh i hate my well I watch World Star and all that, but I just hate violence if it's live violence in front of me. See, Even though I still like, watch the UFC, I love the UFC. I don't know, I don't get that, but like killing something, it's I I draw the line. Like I couldn't I couldn't watch her. Um, yeah, do that shit. Yeah, it just slit the throat, and I was so I just I had to look away, and I couldn't watch her skin. I was like I had to look away. 
It's been bad. I smoke a lot of weed. It's... See, but the thing is, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, so th that's how I justify it. That's 100% how I justify it, where... There's nothing wrong with I it. I still... There is something wrong. If, what do you think? So this is my this is my take. You could smoke as much weed as you want if you still get your work done. You're still a productive member of society. You can't be some burnout, la like, lazy fuck just smoking weed and just doing nothing. Yeah. You're A, you're just wasting away. And the worst thing, A, Bronx Tale, top five favorite movie. The worst thing in life is wasted talent. That's true. Yeah. 100% so, true. I think if, like, you're, um... If you do your work and you can still smoke weed, that's cool. I don't, I don't, I haven't ever boasted about like, oh, I smoke so much weed. I don't do anything on, I don't like those people. Like, I'm not like that, I but I just want to be. those people that have a blunt in their mouth and they're playing something, some music and they're just taking a. On Snapchat? On Snapchat, just like a selfie of them smoking a blunt with just a rap video coming out. I, I hate it. I was no. like, why are you doing this? Of course. Hey, cool. We, you smoke weed. We all smoke weed. It's 2018. Like, yeah, that's yeah, something yeah. that's wild, though. So when I went to the workforce. But wait one second. The yeah. mic wasn't near your phone. So what were you saying again? Oh, the mic wasn't near my phone? Yeah, it was I just mean, like, I hate the kids that Snapchat them smoking a blunt and just put it as their my story. Like, it's cool if you just send it to me. I, I do that. I'll send it just to you. Like, hey, I'm just smoking a blunt. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said but no to me. To you didn't want to chill tonight? I'm smoking a blunt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't, listen, despite what's been said, you don't care if this is, gets dropped or not? No, not at all. All right, cool. Um, yeah. I'm, like, just, I'm just I'm just making sure. With me, it's perfectly fine. Exactly. With, you, you know what's know? wild is. I'm trying to get like Snoop Dogg, son. But that's a, <laughs> that's a whole it's levels to the shit. It's That's mad levels to the shit. But let me finish this thought. Level. Okay, what the, are you going to say? <laughs> so entering the workforce was wild. It's when I started talking, like I, I don't talk to many people at work, but when I do have to talk, like I'm not awkward and just not talking to people. I, I, I de demands for me to talk to people and just collaborate on some work. Um, I've learned that a lot of adults smoke weed still. It's oh, crazy. yeah. I, I thought it was just like, I don't know why I thought it was just like some movie thing where the adults smoke weed. Uh, but in real life, so many adults smoke weed still. No, trust me. Or if like I'm they, not they trying said, to, I'm not this trying is what they said. They stopped and then once they re their kids reach a certain age and they don't have that much responsibility, they just started picking, they just they found just do a guy the thing. and now they like, found smoke it again. weed yeah. or the vape pen. But they got to the understand. Um... Yeah, I'm not about to snitch on some parents, but I've smoked some weed. Yeah, I'm not going to snitch on people. I'm not going to snitch, but... Yeah, like, but you know who you are if you yeah. listen. <laughs> I think you'll listen, though. Uh, hopefully. Hey, fuck it. Yeah, shout out to those um, graduation parties, though. That's how it happens. Yeah, literally. But, um, no, but the thing is now, though, like, it's crazy waiting for, like, Christopher's graduation. No, see, I... I would be in a different mindset at Christopher's graduation because he's a sophomore in high school. He's got two more years. I'm he's still only sophomore? Yeah, bro. Shit. Yeah. So when he two more years, I'm not trying to be like that party life. I mean, I'll still drink. I'm not going to be like chugging. No, I think I'll still be chugging, like chugging. But Dude, I'm not going to put gonna be a wild, time wild. limit on it. I'm not putting a time limit on it. See, listen. Let's say, again... This is what I dream of. Uh, like, I remember you were talking. I have to start now since I've been dropping shit. It's time for more, way more open mics. Way more open mics. That's one next step 
that really helps it but finally dropping shit with this podcast not wasting time not dropping it you know what i mean boom one every five days or or whatever just keep on dropping and putting out if it's one viewer then it's two viewers then it's three you know what i mean it will add it will all add up and that's why i'm saying by the hundredth episode like and that may seem like such a oh no that's crazy not like unreachable thing but like are you kidding me and i was thinking about um like the thing tom falcone said i'm thinking about writing every every uh interview down and having like you sign it or like you know everyone have a signed thing so when i see that book filled you get what i'm saying yeah it's, i see that yeah, yeah. it's like a little I mean? like that collection of like i did I yeah saw it, yeah read this person I, yeah yeah it's like a collection so that. that yeah that's um you know that's my thought on that i don't What's know your thought that's on cool that? I got one more story. I don't know how you want to end it. No, 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 no. There is no time limit on it. I'm just saying. But hit, yeah, hit me with the story. Fuck yeah. Um. So let's see. How do I want to start? Okay, so in high school, you could edit this. How are you going to edit it to like really fit a smooth narrative? You know, dude. Trust. Listen. There was a lot of editing done in Tom's. There's stuff that we did in the middle that I'm not gonna. You know what I mean? There's, yeah. I just wanted to flow concise because I feel like we're going everywhere. Oh, no. Trust me. This gets... Word, word, word. What probably maybe tonight what I do is... <laughs> no, not eat. that. No, not no, that. No, not November. You're right. You're right. That's a fact. Um, but Shout I just, out to I the just, brave and few that's still in it. Um, I just... I just listened to the podcast again. Maybe smoke. Just get in the zone and edit it. But my last story, or a story, is um, so in a high school, I, like many of you, I think, know, I used to, uh, I don't even know. In a high school, I just, um, I did a, I, like, I made a dumb decision. I was like, oh, let me sell weed. Let me, I made a dumb decision. Like, oh, how hard could this be? I saw one other person do it. So in high school, I made a dumb choice and it was just like, I don't know why I did it. I didn't, I didn't need the extra cash. I was already delivering pizza, but I was like, all right, let me just start selling weed. So I started selling weed to people and, um, did it for like a couple months and come February, I pick up, I pick up a lot. I pick up two ounces. It's in my back trunk. I pick up, um three of my friends pick them up we're like hey i got i just picked up weed let's bake out my car with the two ounces a grinder a scale and little baggies all that so like the dumb high school the dumb 17 year olds no you 17 year olds we were we're like all right we all got in the car we drove past your house on the water tower and in there I thought that was the straightest spot. Like, no one ever goes here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no one ever goes yeah. here. So, park there. We light the blunt. We we bake out the car. It's uh, it's just like the car, the windows rolled up. And it's that nice bake. And, and then a friend just goes, looks back and says, oh, damn, the cops. I bug out. I freak out. I freak, like... I bug out and I like unlock the cars, tell everyone to get out. I'm like, run, run, run. Yeah. 
And then my one buddy stays in the back, Hulk smashing my trunk. That's where the two ounces were. He's Hulk smashing it. I'm petrified. I'm frozen. I'm like, I'm fucked. I have all this in my car. And I just tell him to run. And um, cops pull up. They're, they'll roll down your windows. And my dumbass, my high ass, didn't roll down the windows or anything. So I'm rolling down the windows. Smoke is pouring out of this car. And I'm like, fuck me. Smoke's just pouring out of this car. I'm like, yes, officer. I said yes, officer, and then I was scared. Like, yes, officer? It was just pe- petrified because looks it's a bad luck. Smoke's pouring out of your car. So then he goes, all right, get out of the car. I'm like, okay. I lie to him, saying, this is all I have. Like, I showed him the grinder, the blunt, the scale, the baggie. Like, I, I didn't pick up. I, I was going to, but I just smoked instead. And, um, motherfucker, he bought it. He's looking through my car. I said, like, here's the trunk. I opened the trunk. And that's where I put it. But I put the weed in, or the two ounces, in, like, that secret compartment where the where the tire, the spare tires held or word, hidden there. Word, word. Left it there. And um, it was shady. So at this point, the officer is about to let me go. He just said, like, call a friend because you can't drive. So then, okay, all right, let me call a friend. I call a friend. And then in the meantime, the officer is uh, still searching the trunk and pops up the two ounces. And I'm like, fuck. Instantly after that, there was one cop car. Three more popped up. There was a total of four just surrounding me. I'm like, fuck me. Fuck me. I'm 17, about to go. Like, this is senior year. We're about to go to college. We're about to leave. I'm like, fuck me. What I do? What I do? Um. So then after that, he saw it, and I just spilled the beans. I'm like, yada yada. Like, I just picked up. I thought I, would, I don't know why. I, well, I just picked up. I yeah, was like yeah, lost. Yeah. I was lost for words. I told them whatever they needed to hear. I was like, this picked up. They're like, all right, we gotta arrest you. So I went to um. The W, like right next to the, that pr- that jail, right next to the WCC. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That's I think that's like DEP. Or DEP, something. yeah, the DP. DP caught me. I'm sorry, it wasn't officers. DP caught me, or they're, they're still officers. Salute, but DP caught me, and um, <laughs> I went to the DP office, and I was just there, chained up to the wall, and they're just doing paperwork, and I didn't know how much paperwork there is because. That shit took two hours. My arm was getting so tired just being my my wrist is being held. Yeah, they're just doing the paperwork. And um, they have my phone. And my phone's going off because I told everyone I just picked up. Where? So they're they're like, yo, you good for an eighth? You good for a dub? You good for this? They're texting this. They're calling. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. They have my phone. I'm like, fuck me. So this is all like bad. I'm, I'm freaking out my mind. And they, they said, all right, you have one call. I'm like, all right. No, they didn't say you have one call. They have, like, you, you can make a phone call. Who would you like to call? I'm like, fuck, all right. Who can I call? Um, Thinking. It's weird I didn't want to call my parents at first because I know I didn't want to hear that now. Right. So I call Galati. And like the true friend he is, sheds bats no eye. You're in the car with him. It's Matt Galati's brother. They pick me up and, or you guys pick me up and I think you paid for my, uh, my bail. I don't think I was in the car. You though. weren't in the car? 
You weren't in the car, but you hit me up. Can I sleep oh, at your house? No, no, no. You know what it was? I did. Okay. So it was, I called Matt. Matt got me with his brother and, and, um, you guys came up, they came up and I think it was Matt's brother at the time paid the bail. He paid the bail. And I was so grateful. Thank you. I was so grateful. I was like, fuck yes. And then the next, and then we went straight to the bank because I was a drug dealer and I had money. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> so then I just paid him back immediately. Like, here, I'm sorry. Um, thank you for everything. I'm sorry. And then the fucked up thing was I slept at your house and the next day we picked up my car from the impounds because they, impound, they, uh, yeah. they impounded it. We had and to go I, get it, yeah. It was just a fucking struggle. And then I spent more money to get it out of the impounds and then the lawyer thing. And then thankfully it just got chopped up too. Because this was before it was like... And now it's just a slap on the wrist. It's just like, oh, you just get a ticket. Yeah. I was fucking out. So, like, the with my lawyer, Mr. Pico, um, he's he somehow just finagled it to me, just getting, like, 20 hours of community service. And I'm like, all right, awesome. Did it in two days, and that's it. And then nothing was on my record. That's actually crazy. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a rough time. I guess that was two incidents in this podcast about police, like me getting in trouble or three. I don't know. But it's real shit. Yeah. And I, I, I fucked up and I'm one of those people that learn that is a slow learner. I'm just a slow learner. It took me that many fucks up, fuck ups to learn. Which is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Like I'm moving out now at Greenwich, Connecticut. It's fucking Greenwich, Connecticut. I'm proud of you, dude. No, it's it's really cheap, and it's just a street down from Portchester. So it's not like... It's a good place. It's a good place, though. I'm excited to have my own place. Come home. Just blast music when I want. I probably won't blast music. I'm not the type to blast music, but... I have that choice if I'd like to. If I'd like to use it. I want to... Um, I really want to... I When I get... Whatever place I go to, I'll even make it my room. I want to make like a little studio somewhere. Mics are always officially set up just so I don't have to set up, take it down. It's always there. Just plug my laptop. Boom. I'm a glutton slob. I want to make, we have a, this living room is 25 by five feet. I want to make this into the nicest TV room ever. Okay. Like good. I want to bring up like uh, my, my TV right now. Is fifty six inch fifty yeah fifty six inches okay? It's too big for my room, so that will be going in the living room, and I can't wait. And I don't know what else I want to get. I want to get cool ass sofas, but still stay in the but still stay stay in the budget. It's gonna be dope. No, Come it's over the grind. Come over whenever. Gary V always always says this is how you do it. You gotta grind. Move in somewhere with some homies. Boom, and just, you know, do your thing and grind it out. So that's one thing. Um, love Gary Vee. Uh, he's right about a majority of what he's saying. And um, I took that, not to heart, like I didn't really, act, I guess I acted on it. So I've been working three jobs. The first year, because of all those legal troubles, I worked three jobs just to pay it off. Just to pay it off, and now like now I'm chilling. Like now I'm at it. It took a year. It took a year of just eating shit. Like twelve months of just me eating shit. It is what it is. And I was just like constantly working. If I wasn't working here, if I wasn't working at um, 
this at the job, job it was Club. that one. If yeah, it wasn't that I was one, it was this one. And then I was also just working for uh, Sauce and TJ. Shout out to TJ, the founder. Um, and uh, now I'm just working two jobs now, which is just Sauce, um, CBD Vape, and uh, I'm an account manager at Digitech. Word. Yeah. So, like, I hated waitering, but waitering was such good, like, untaxed. Extra cash. Untaxed extra cash. So, I didn't know. Even working at Mohansa Grill, I was on a weekend since I would work Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Easy. Easy $500. Just on a weekend. I'm like, awesome. And then working that. Word. Working that for night, um, every weekend, that's. $2,000 a month. But are you seeing all the parents and shit? That's one thing. Yeah, I saw a lot of parents and I was like, fuck. And it was just like, at first I started, <laughs> at first I applied to be the, the bartender. Larry didn't follow up any of the references I gave him. And first night I was like, yeah, you're not a bartender. So then, because I couldn't even, I didn't know that like to make a drink, you hold like, you say one second in your head or like one Mississippi something. Like one, two. Some, like, yeah, something like that, account. and it, it counts to a shot when you're making a mixed drink. So, like, the first night I was on the floor, and I was making these drinks so strong. It was, like, it was crazy. They were, like, you that night, I was only working the, the floor for an hour, and they're, like, you got to go in the kitchen. So then I immediately got demoted to busboy. Oh, shit. So for two months, I was hustling as the busboy and talking to parents and all that as the busboy, and I felt... I'm a big believer. Don't I had to practice practice what I preach, but I felt very embarrassed saying like just college grad college graduated, and I'm working as a busboy, as a side hustle for my real job, and um, like I saw yeah I saw so many parents I just felt embarrassed telling them every time yeah I'm a busboy here, but then thankfully one night they were like my God one night they were short a waiter a waitress. You're like, all right, Jordan, we need you. I'm like, yes, time. The big boys. So I, I became, that night, I was trained as a, like, not even trained. I was just, like, jumped into the wolves and just became, they said, like, all right, do this, and this is how you use. They gave me a quick rundown on how to use the machine, um, how, like, the bar tabs work. If someone wants to drink, just, like, put it here yeah. and send it. They'll make it and just pick it up here. Um, I had to do all that. Very stressful. Didn't want to do it. It was, like, I did the first night, didn't want to do it. And then I talked to um, I talked to my mom. She's like, just, just do two more nights and you feel comfortable. I'm like, all right, I'll do just two more nights and then see how I feel. Like, I'd rather just go to Busboy. I don't make that much, but it's still extra cash that's untaxed. And the two nights later, I it was still hard. I was like, but this is good cash. I was like, you know, I'm just gonna whatever. I'm just gonna suck it up, try to get better. And I'm still waiter now. Well, I I quit, but. That's that. Shit, man. Well, it's just crazy. Just catching up and just... I think it's hard to stay on, like, one topic or keep bouncing. No, that's what it is. I just let it bounce. Just let it bounce? We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'm curious how you do it. How you do this. When I'm first listening, I'll just take out, like, let's say when I'm not talking... Like your microphone. Take out those sounds. Um, but I'll cut this up a lot. 
This one I feel like I'm going to have to cut up more than usual. This is your third episode. <laughs> then the past two. Because Tom's, I did a little. Sap's, I did literally none. And this one I know that... We jumped around. I think Sap's more versed on trained because he did his own podcast at one point, you know? Yeah, it's not even about jumping around, though. It's just about... Um, I don't know. We'll we'll just see. I'll I was send, just trying I'll to tell you more fun. of like my juicier stories. Word. If you want me to flesh out any more, ask the questions. No, what I'm saying is um, I'm trying to get that content. My uh, my final thoughts on this is uh, this is a cool setup you got here, like the podcast and little like background music. Matt chilling. So you think I'm on the right path? We're just starting, but I'm on the right path. Think we're on the right path. All right, so that's a wrap. Um, episode three in the books. Hold on, hold on. I want to say something else. Okay, okay. Um, I want this to be like about family. So like um one thing or you say like one last thought and i'll give my last thought how you oh yeah dude i like that go your turn all right then you introduce it Uh, as like a last thought okay do you know what i like this idea jordan just threw it at me um just like last thought like final thought just from the conversation and um just a good way a good way to wrap it wrap it up you know what i mean yeah because we'll talk about different topics but um I'm going to tell you what I got, and then you say what you got. Okay. Because how you were saying before, I liked the idea of getting to know you on a different level, but it's very bringing up the tattoo and all that stuff. This one's about family. Yeah. This one's more about, like, you and your upbringing and how important your family was, you know? For sure. Yeah, for sure. And in that same way because each podcast I try to make more about my guest than me yeah so I want to say it's it was um, it's cool hearing your stories and even stuff that I've already known just a way to break it down but yeah you know that's that's kind of what I've gotten it's just like um, listen everyone's background is fucking different and each motives are different and we've all had our fuck ups but who hasn't like that like for sure seriously but so don't give a fuck and don't give up that's what i get out of this one yeah uh what about my, you my last thought is um yeah speaking about this i didn't really know how uh how much how many stories i have like just growing up in the family and just like the people that were there um so i guess my last thought is be sounds corny but uh be grateful and uh just who are you grateful for like who are who are you grateful for that wow that you just always taken for granted okay that's actually very interesting that's a cool it's a cool note to end it on just think about that question and um yeah as i said episode three in the books it was great thank you so much yep um you'll definitely be here a returning member, but whatever. Peace out. Boobies.